You are now tuned in to Behind the Confident Smile, the podcast, where we talk about what's behind your smile, no longer suffering in silence, and truly walking in your purpose daily. I am your host, Bianca Cotton, wife, mom, author, poet, speaker, and hope dealer. I am on a journey to help women walk in love, live in hope, and be healed from past hurts. Join me on this journey of revealing what's behind your smile. We will have special guests, some poetry, and inspiration. Now let's start the show. Hey, y'all. I am here with a superstar. Y'all would never guess. Her name is Dominique D. Harris. She is a creative. And when I say creative, I mean every piece of the word creative. She's an evangelist in school for her master's in divinity. Um, And she does, I mean, so much. And she follows God. She's also a poet, spoken word artist. She's been writing poetry since she was seven years old. Do I hear the next Maya Angelou in the house? Maybe. Uh, She's a published author of a book called God Gave Me Beauty, Seeing Self Through the Eyes of the Creator. She's an entrepreneur, and she has a new lifestyle apparel line called No Fear. And for those of y'all that know me and have been following, y'all know I'm into releasing the fear. So we're definitely going to dig into her apparel line, why it's called No Fear, and what she's trying to promote um, through clothes. Y'all know... Us as women, we love our clothes, we love our accessories, and we like meaningful uh, items. So she is rocking no fear, even as we're talking uh, today, y'all. All right. Oh, she also writes songs. Um, but this year, she's taking herself seriously so and releasing her fear. Welcome, Dominique. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on today. Ah, no problem. It is my pleasure. Um, so with all of that being said about you, how you feeling? I mean, you just pumped me up. So <laughs> I'm feeling really, really good about myself right now. I, I should go grab a mirror or something and be like, you know, who me? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, you. <laughs> yes, you. And I'm glad you said that. Go grab a mirror and look at yourself. It has been over a year of me looking at myself on these Zoom calls, right? <laughs> and I realized that I have not looked at myself so much in my entire life. And I started to truly see myself as God has created me that being on these zoom calls just looking at myself it's a whole revelation in that but we we gonna get to that (laughs) another time (laughs) 
So tell us what's behind your smile. That's what we're here to learn more about. What is behind your beautiful smile, Dominique? If I had to sum it up in one word, I would say faith. Um, my faith is behind my confident smile um, because that's the thing that lasts beyond whatever is happening around us, around me. Uh, that, yeah, my faith, that's, that's the, that's like the light bulb behind the smile, you know, like, <laughs> mm. the UV ultra violet light behind my smile is my faith, definitely. Mm. That's good, so, um, what, what has faith done for you in your life? And, ha and has faith always been behind your smile? My faith has carried me through some of the most darkest moments in my life and in my particular journey. Um, my testimony, I share it in my book. Uh, I share a large part of it in my book um, because... I feel like that when we share our testimonies, you know, that's what helps others um, get free as well. And so um, the, the thing about faith is that uh, it needs to be activated and faith is activated in those low moments, in those dark moments, in those moments where um, it looks hopeless because um, just talking about faith is easy. Like, like for instance, a person can say, oh, like, I got strong faith. I got big faith in the Lord. And, you know, and, and can actually, that's, I mean, that's good to make those declarations, but it, it actually doesn't mean anything if in the moments where it matters, you turn around and you run or you break down or you give up or you quit because faith isn't being utilized it's this mm. um faith potential <laughs> it's the potential of faith um so i i would have to say that faith is is behind my smile because it was those dark moments where i felt like i was alone where i felt like i had nothing like literally like no money uh no like i probably had about like three or four outfits and two pairs of shoes um and if anybody knows me uh before like I had this very um supernatural conversion moment anybody know me before that know I was about my shoe anybody know me now know I'm about my shoe but there was a moment <laughs> when I had nothing mm -hmm. and um I just had my faith and I had my 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 trust in the Lord that my life wouldn't always look like that and that um this moment was actually not just for me, that this moment was for other people who um, are in similar situations currently and are like, well, is, is this God thing real? Is this Jesus thing real? Is this faith thing real? Is this, is this word of God, is this Bible real? Because I've been praying and I'm not seeing nothing. Mm. And um, it's like trusting in those moments where you can't see nothing, you know, like what you can't see, literally, you can't see past your, your, you know what I'm saying, like your hand, you know? And so um, learning how to 
trust God in those hard moments is what cultivated the smile. Um, because once I got to the other side of it, I was mm. like, oh man, you can't tell me nothing about my God. You feel me? So like, that's what cultivated this. Now, those hard times where I had to rely only on my faith. Mm. Girl, you on here preaching. Okay. <laughs> that is that is so, that's so good. That's so rich. That's so real, right? Because we, we, proclaim the name of Jesus we talk about faith but like you're right like in those hard times that's when the faith really get cultivated that's when we really have to stand on God's promises and you know and be like you know what you said the faith faith is I can't see it I just have to believe it I just have to believe that you gonna get me through. Yes. And so I, I I get a sense that your apparel line, no fear, is an extension of your faith. Um, and that's a bold declaration, no fear, right? To put that on a hoodie or a jumpsuit. And even socks. I saw the socks and I was like, I need those socks. Okay. <laughs> and because I want to walk this thing out, right? I want to walk yeah. out no fear, literally. Um, so what's the story behind your clothing company? So that's funny. That's exactly why I was like, I have to have socks. Um, one day I am proclaiming right now. This is a proclamation. I will have shoes. I would love to do a, um, a Nike deal, but I will have shoes because I feel like that um, it is important for us to um, have those reminders. So, like sometimes we need those reminders. And also what we have on our bodies determines how we feel. I don't, I don't care how, I don't care what anybody say. You can disagree all you want to, fine. But if I have on, you know, some raggedy sweats and I'm just got on like this raggedy t-shirt and I'm just <laughs> running to the store real quick. Like what you don't want is to run into somebody that like you really <laughs> you know, want to see because you're not feeling like, you know, like your best. But like when you get ready and you get ready, ready, like, like come on and pull up. Like I'm shot. Like you feel, a, you have a whole different attitude. Um, so what's behind no fear in those dark moments right where I was reminding God of the promises I was reminding God of what he spoke what he has spoken directly over my life and into me what he the promises that he has shown me some of the, the visions that he has shown me and I was reminding him I also remembered <laughs> that wait a minute this is a lot of stuff <laughs> so once I got over that once I got over that 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 part where I feel like he was actually uh, I feel like he was I feel like I was down to that moment where I was down to nothing because he was showing me one how to depend solely on him and rely solely on him and two how to hear his voice and trust his voice and how to discern him um and his instructions um uh apart from any other voice and any other um any other voice and that that's what I learned in that time. And so when I when I when I came through that season, man, and it was multiple seasons. I'm not going to front. When I came through that, 
it was like, oh, it hit me like, oh yeah, you did say this and you did say that. Now, how am I supposed to do all of this? That was my question. And, um, and God's response to me, and I think it's so funny because you can find it all throughout the Bible. It's uh, whenever, whenever like a, a figure in the Bible would ask God a question or would ask Jesus a question, but most times he responds with a question. and I asked him like how am I supposed to do all this and his response to me was what would you do if no fear was present because mm. he knew what was still there there was like you know I I felt like kind of how we just talked about like making all these declarations of like I got this faith I got this faith but he knew that there was still some hesitancy and there was still some reservation there and um and he asked me that question, what would you do if no fear was present? And so no fear came and was birthed from that question because um, that question didn't just make me go and buy a t-shirt and press it out. That question started um, a process for me. Uh, it started a, pro- a whole nother process. I say, Lord, I can't get, I can't listen here. I can't come up with water, you know, like, um, but the whole process was literally embedding, you know, first John, first John 4, 18. The first part of that verse, there is no fear in love. Now everybody, everybody mm-hmm. always talks about the second part of that that says, but perfect love casts out fear. But nobody, right. we don't, we don't harp on that first part that says there is no fear, no fear in love. In love. Mm-hmm. And so that that sparked an entirely new conversation between me and the Lord because it at that point it wasn't just talking about man it was talking about love God is love we have to love ourselves I said we got to love our our neighbor like we love ourselves we got to love our brother like we love ourselves but how can I love my brother if I don't know how to love myself how can I love my sister if I don't know what that love feels like if I don't even know how to demonstrate that love to myself but if there's fear there this this scripture says that if there's fear then there's not of love there. And so I can't love myself if fear is present. So mm. how can I love my sister? How can I love my brother? Um, you can't even, I mean, I hate to take it to this place, but there's so, you know, with all of these like police shootings and things like that, the most thing that most of the officers say is that they fear for their life. Yeah. And you can't see past fear because there's you because there's it's, it's it's you can't see the love because there's a fear there you can't see the mm-hmm. love for your fellow human being you can't see the love for your fellow brother or your fellow sister because fear is all up in your heart it's all up in your face and that's all you see and fear mm-hmm. is a thief and it's a murderer and we in order I feel like in order for us to be a better people to ourselves and to our and to each other we have to figure out how to love well. Mm. Um, and, and the thing that hinders, like the thing that is a thief and a murder of, of that type of love is fear, it's right there. There is, no, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And so um, we have to, we, that's, that's, that's the message, honestly, that I want to, um, to, to get out to people. That's the message that I had to learn for myself in that process. You know, I look at people now and I want to be so mad sometimes. And the Lord <laughs> had me praying for them. I'm like, Lord, please, you know what I'm saying? I, 
he'll start giving me words of knowledge, you know, about that situation and begin to soften my heart towards them. It could be somebody cutting me. It, oh, an old lady. I was in California recently. And an old lady, like, flipped me, like, flipped me off. Oh I no! She did, and I started interceding for her. I wanted to be so mad, but the Lord started showing me so much stuff about oh. her, and and like I, you can't. And that's that angry. love. That's exactly that, that penetrated your heart. But you, but you got a chance to see her <laughs> as as uh, a human. You got to see yep. her for what she was going through, and that her flipping you off wasn't really for you yep yep it's probably just how she felt like period <laughs> yep <laughs> even though you so were like the me. recipient of it right it's like what yep and, and you, that's so good so i mean there's no fear in love Fear is a thief and a murderer. Fear is also, it also has many cousins, right? So we got comparison and we, we got, um, what is it? What people call procrastination. Yes. And we have uh, the, I don't know how, so I won't do it. Yep. Um, I mean, fear manifests itself in so many different ways, and we need to be mindful and vigilant mm -hmm. of when fear mm -hmm. tries to start talking to us. Because fear don't—it's gonna talk to you, right? Yep. Maybe you shouldn't apply to that job. You probably mm -hmm. not gonna get it. Mm -hmm. Um. Don't don't ask that person for help. You don't want to look like you begging. Fear shows up in so <laughs> many ways in our daily lives, and we got to be vigilant, y'all. So, yep. I mean, with with no fear, did you even come up against fear to launch the line? Absolutely. It was for me first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of that. One of the other causes of fear um, is rejection. Um, fear of mm -hmm. being rejected. And that's a strong one. That's a strong, hey, that thing is raging. I mean, in in today's culture and ministry, that, that thing is raging. Um, and it's running rampant because you got to think like, we we're human and we long to be accepted not like mm -hmm. you know i have to be you know uh in a limelight or this and that but it is just a part of our nature to be loved we are god's beloved so we are his beloved so it's just a it's just part of our nature to to um to desire that and so um the the fear of or of the fear of being rejected or rejected or rejection uh, it's 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 a big thing, especially in um, pursuing purpose. Uh, mm. it, fear yeah. fear is tricky. Like 
fear fear doesn't really fear lays dormant for a while until you start pursuing purpose i personally mm. and because it has no other job yes. like it don't have no, right <laughs> but to but to stop you right exactly. but to stop you you just you just hit something you 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 hit you struck a chord when you said fear lays dormant until you start to pursue purpose and you know when um back in 2017 when I, before I did my first release the fear meetup um God was um urging me to get women together to release their fears before the new year and fear rose up in me I was like <laughs> what I was like how am I supposed to teach women how to release their fears Lord and you know I still struggle with that and what he was showing me was like, Bianca, you've gotten to a certain level of knowing how to release your fears. It's not that you won't ever have them, but you know how to release it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and, um, and that was another like revelation he gave me that fear is an enemy to purpose. So anytime people try to push and they purpose or pray for their purpose, fear presents itself. Mm-hmm. And that negative self-talk, the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, all these terms that we hear now is fear. <laughs> it's fear, masked in other words, right? Um, so... I feel like we should flow. I mean, you you are multi-talented, launching clothing lines, walking in faith, in school, walking in a multitude of gifts uh, within your purpose. And you write poetry, you're an author. So share something with us, share a piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, let my people go so that they may worship me. You got my sons in shackles and daughters in a crisis of identity. Pharaoh out here killing brown sons, scared of the chosen one. Herod on the same killing spree because he couldn't see the bronze king of kings. The spirit of murder plagued the streets. Mothers praying to birth daughters for just a little peace. Scared to have sons because it seems targets have their heads, faces full of melanin. And we ain't talking about these scriptures no more. I'm talking about mothers in robes at 4 a.m. praying at doors and crying because all they know is that it ain't safe for their sons to walk to stores no more to wear threatening clothes no more no matter how expensive the logo you can't we can't buy our way into freedom no more ain't on selling blocks no more ain't on blocks selling no more crazy how street pharmacists ain't necessarily from the hood no more they are doctors writing scripts for hood stars throwing fits for fathers locked up behind bars for selling on blocks now sanctioned by cops because they government spots distributing three weeds like three meals in a cot now we rolling like three wheels that's a stop trying to get three pills that's a pop trying to pass gold that's some wop money bags i am not full of wealth it's a plot of land 
tombstone. I will not be placing anytime soon, not before the Son of Man come again. I got message in my mouth for sides of the earth that never heard of him. And even when I expire in the earth, I still be full of him. Way, truth, life. I'm like baby's kid. See, see, seed called word in place called heart. That joint just keep doubling. Don't let no one mislead you. Some, some of them gonna try real hard to deceive you none of them gonna be able to penetrate truth in you silly kid truth and you really is no fear it's the brand been for years been the banner on my head had many fears and let that lock me up like ball and chain i'm switching gears the eye is the length of the body and your vision is your vision clear or are you stuck in the past like rearview mirrors hindsight 2020 it's dark in this place my future shining in here i'm minding the business that paid me this year that's why i'm all up in your ears the payment done clear blood dripped on the pavement it covers me here it covers me there it covers me so i just walk up to hell's door and say you don't own me no more ha. it ain't all about me so i'm leaving with souls i'm really black and white my uncle was a soul he gave his life to christ god rest his soul god was in search of a new creature that's why he knocked on his door because only God can judge, so I ain't knocking you for none of your transgressions, but there's a lot you should know. Jesus came to give life, Satan came to kill, and who you racking up points for? Death is a piece, death is the price for sin, the blood covered the dead, then why you lacking on any front though? I got a murder weapon, I'm under the new covenant, I keep my gun closed, these are my professions. You see me standing on this stage, my, my, my real stage is in front of an audience of one, keep my face low. That's how I keep my winds high, never catch a loss, though Holy Spirit breathe through me, never out of wind. So I just keep breathing life to the death of me. I ain't scared. He already resurrected me. And if he did it before, he'll do it again. It's a recipe. Midwife sent Moses down the Nile in the basket. God sent me up 65 in a Chevy, please. Now the devil's scared of me. Don't underestimate your personal journey to where God trying to get you to be. It may take a little while until you see, until you see. I'm going to keep on breathing, breaking shackles as I speak, because if the people stay bound to Pharaoh, they will never worship the true king, the true prince of peace. And that's my piece. Wow. I mean, really? <laughs> really, Dominique? That was... Um, reflective, thought-provoking, raw. Um, it kind of reminds me of, and people may get me, get on me for saying this, but almost like DMX. Um, Yo, that's with, my guy. With um, <laughs> like how he would pray. Yeah, and his yeah. That it kind of made me feel like that. Um, so take 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 me through what made you write this piece. So first of all, I had to say you bringing up the image. I mean, R.I.P. Man, because I have I have two friends. I had two friends in elementary school and our initials were D and X and so we used to literally mm. like like go through the halls writing because he's a rapper um and she's just she's just creative and does all types of stuff and so we used to go through the halls singing his like all the songs 
but like that like I don't know it kind of formed it was it was kind of like you know how some people have like their little um creative clicks and like you know just to mm-hmm. kind of bounce off of each other that's crazy that you mentioned that um that you mentioned him so what actually sparked that piece um is more so towards the end it's one line only and I got that Holy Spirit is he's he's really a ghost writer but the one line mm-hmm. that started this piece was midwife sent Moses down the Nile in a basket. Um, I had a, a friend come in seminary and um, he did a whole like preaching, teaching on midwives. And that that sparked something. I literally came home and just sat down and it just started flowing out. Um, and and that's, and I, and I told him, I was like, man, look, I mean, I was like, man, like you sparked this, um, this whole piece, man. And he was like, man, that's he's like, that's a blessing. But that that's the one line that <laughs> that's the one line that they got this piece was midwife sent Moses down the Nile in the basket. Wow, um, that's so that's so deep. How creativity, how God works through creativity, yeah, and how that flows out of us. Mm, that was good that was so good so with everything that you do how how do you determine what to do in what season of your life or do you just do it all all the time Mm-mm. no I don't <laughs> I don't do it <laughs> I don't do it all all the time um, that's a place where I have been before and I'm growing out of that actually. I'm, I'm still learning those, those, um, that timing, but I'm thankful that God is very patient in showing me that. Um, the creative, um, I mean, in the, just, just, you know, when you have a relationship with God, it opens you up to his thoughts his visions it opens you up to those things and so having insight like that uh, especially for a creative can be a little um actually frustrating that's the word that I want to use it could be frustrating because everything is about timing and release mm-hmm. so for instance when God drops something to you to release I mean to to do or to create um, the first thing is to, you know, to understand uh, the purpose because it could, or, or like, because now we've received it and we're human, so we can't misunderstand it or we can move out of turn, we can move out of order. And so I've learned that um, to ask God, like, what is this for? Who is this for? And then ask his timing. And that oftentimes determines like the the mean or the mode or the the medium in which he'll have me to do it. So like I I would try to do everything at once. <laughs> like I would be trying to design, you know, clothes, uh, write, do music, uh, uh, write poetry, uh, write books, all at once. Create like little programs, and you know I want to because. I used to be um, an educator and I still want to get back into um, like doing programs and stuff like that, that uh, through writing, through creativity, through poetry, um, 
acts as like a mentorship type of program, stuff like that. So I want to get into all that type of stuff, right? And sometimes I feel like, Lord, if you don't want me to do all that one, why do you keep giving me all this? <laughs> yeah, I used to ask that question too before I truly understood. And it's, it's timing, it's discipline also. Um, mm-hmm. And it's obedience. Uh, there's there's a lot of moving parts behind when when the Lord gives you something, but what you don't want to do is is hold it up or allow like a fear or something like that um, to hold you back. But how I determine is, um, well, how how I determine like which time is what season is proper. I have been um, having to uh, one ask the Lord and see and also um see what my grace is um if i have to i know somebody some people gonna probably have something to say but if i have to labor too hard i i'm like uh, this probably ain't the time <laughs> and because here's the thing for some strange reason folk want to be out here like working and bringing I, your back i have to be struggling <laughs> like i don't <laughs> no ma'am uh-uh. Uh, struggle, struggle, um, and being diligent is not the same thing. I can be diligent. Exactly. God gives grace and ease for that thing. That doesn't yeah. mean that it's not going to take hours upon hours, but all those hours don't have to be done in the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that um, we the other another scripture that we don't um, that we only partially say like take my yoke upon me like my burden is easy like we like to quote stuff <laughs> but we don't read thoroughly he says take my yoke upon you and learn from me right. <laughs> like y'all don't get like learn from me learn not, from I'm, me I'm, yes like i'm not rather be out here struggling if i'm trying to sit and write of a, a piece like poetry, spoken word, for instance. So, so, someone asked me to do an event, and they're like, "Oh, I was like, man, you know, huh, I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> I, like, okay. I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have it, and, and and I think that's okay. I think that it really is okay because sometimes I feel like we force things, or we um, and that and that moves us into performance. And I don't mean like actual performance, like what they wanted me to do. I mean, it moves us into performance um, and moving outside of God. So I've learned to be okay with what, like settling where his grace is for me. Um, There's times where I can sit down and write four or five songs. I can literally like hear the music and like write four or five songs and crank them out and I sit those to the side. I feel like, okay, maybe now I feel like this. Back then it was fear. But now I feel like there's gonna be, this gonna be for something um, in the future. Uh, and I know that his grace is on that, like his grace for me is on on that um, because I can see the particular messages. I'm like, I know who these, who this is for. Um, and there's times when it's like that for spoken word. And um, and right now, actually my clothing line, um, I haven't like made any like public like announcements or anything like that, but I'm in a season where I'm building something new with my clothing line. So, um, I, I, I'm spending like a lot of time uh, in that area. And he's just like, bam, bam, bam. It's idea after idea after idea after idea. And so 
I, I know, like now I, I, I think that I've um, settled myself, you know, um, and I have, <laughs> because a lot it's of it, you know, it's, it's, it's anxiousness. Yeah, it's, it's important as a creative to learn how to settle yourself mm-hmm. and um, how to understand the, the timing of God. Um, it's critically important. And that's something that you, you learn. You don't come out the gate just like a baby don't come out the womb walking. Like you have to learn that. Mm-hmm. definitely so um what what are like one or two words of wisdom you want to share uh with the women who will be listening um to you talk about no fear and overcoming and walking by faith what do you want to leave um with the women i would say that's still very strongly right now so i would say don't be afraid of don't be afraid of being asked or or being led to do something, create something um, that seems very absurd. That's the word, absurd. That seems absurd. That seems like something you've never seen before. That that just seems ridiculous. Don't be afraid to pursue like pursue something that you've never seen before I, I, yeah that's what I really that's the message that I want to say I feel like we you know we got in the message of you know no need to reinvent the wheel but I do believe that God wants to wants to do something new and and present and demonstrate something that we've not seen before and I think that fear holds a lot of us back from doing like the unthinkable but when I say that I feel like God wants to blow your and my minds by things that we have can't fathom somebody has to get them here so I encourage you to be that person um and I encourage you Bianca I encourage myself like (laughs) Yes, I received that with hands lifted. That was so good. Don't be afraid to do the unthinkable. Yes. I mean, when we think about, when we read history, y'all, and think about who um, created, like, when I think about the Black woman who created the sanitary napkin, if it wasn't for her, y'all, we would still be using cloth, okay? Like, somebody had to do it. Somebody had to have the idea, the seed planted in them to create something that will last generations. Yes. Do you hear me? Generations. And 
you you may have an invention that you like nobody gonna buy this or it's just a widget that widget could make you millions it can last generations but first you gotta do it you have to do what's never been seen right so that was that was good okay (laughs) that was so good i i could just sit in that (laughs) i think i will um i will definitely sit in everything that you just share all the wisdom you poured um and so grateful uh to share this time with you and this space with you and uh, to be able to watch you grow over the past couple of years and develop and I'm so excited for your future so excited for your future thank you so much thank you so much I mean that I, that's all I can really say I'm just full of gratitude it's just like thank you for this this is ministry this is ministry um, this platform, um, it's, it's ministry, man. And, and, and it doesn't look like ministry of, of old, you know, but, you know, it reminds me of the, the old where they first got the radio and they were able to broadcast over the, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? This is ministry Mm -hmm. right now. You're reaching people and I love it. So thank you for inviting me here. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And that that dope piece you share, oh my gosh. I'm whenever you get that printed, if you if you end up sharing that, I want a copy, okay? <laughs> I'll give you the transcript. <laughs> Thank you. Cause that oh man, I, I just need to sit with that one. Um so again, Dominique. Uh, let people oh let people know where they can find you, how they can uh, purchase your books, your apparel. So, um, I don't have one centralized place, but you can follow uh, No Fear and um, on IG and Facebook. It's at No Fear LLC. Uh, you can follow. You can uh, purchase apparel at NoFearAthletics.com. And um, uh, I'm I am Dominique. I am dot Dominique D. Harris uh, is my main Instagram, and it's it's open, so you can follow me on there as well. So yeah, feel free to just reach out. And again, thank you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. So get connected with Dominique. Uh, purchase rock your no fear gear. Get her books. Um, and build yourself up because we got we got purpose uh to walk out y'all so uh talk to you later thanks for tuning in to behind the confidence matter podcast with your host bianca cotton don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family Let's grow our community, you all. Until next time on the podcast. Remember, we all have a story and a journey. A 
of what is behind